For unto us a child is given, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. There was a wise man with great wealth. He owned a beautiful home which was filled with much light, warmth, and love. He had many servants whom he cared for and always treated fairly. He allowed them to enjoy his home as if it were their own. He also had much property, a paradise which stretched far and wide. He owned a breathtaking landscape boasting of rolling hills where his many sheep did play. Several acres of evergreen trees, freshwater streams, and babbling brooks. The property was also the home to many kinds of birds, both big and small. However, despite all his wealth and all that he had which pleased him so, he rejoiced most in his two children. They were the apple of his eye. He gave his children much love and promised to care for them always. As they grew, he said, you may explore the property, all of its rolling hills, the evergreen forests, the freshwater streams, and even drink freely of the babbling brooks. All that is mine is yours, my children. You may run and play wherever your feet take you. I ask only that you stay away from the underground manhole on the neighbor's property. It is very dangerous, and if you enter that manhole, you will die. The neighbor who owned the property was once one of the rich man's loyal servants. He was in charge of the other servants, overseeing all that the man owed, owned. He hoped to one day be the sole heir to the man's great wealth. But when the man had two children of his own, the servant became very jealous and turned his heart against his kind master. He departed the man's home, leaving his service. He hated the man and his children, and there was no longer any place found for him on the man's property. One day, the two children discovered the manhole. They were intrigued by the hole and wished to explore it. One of the children remembered the words of her father and said, We must not go down into the manhole. It is very dangerous and we might die. The neighbor, walking at the edge of his property, overheard the children talking. Feel free to enter my yard and to explore it. Feel free to explore the manhole. It is not dangerous, as you have heard. In fact, wondrous pleasures await you. 
Explore, children, explore. The children, filled with excitement, entered the manhole, forgetting the word of their father. They explored the underground tunnel, and at first they were very pleased with themselves and all that they discovered in their new underground world. Suddenly the children could hear the sound of rushing waters filling the tunnel. With these waters, a foul stench such as the children had never smelled before began to fill the air that they were breathing. Soon they were knee-deep in sewage, and the levels were rising, and they became afraid. The current of the flowing sewage was such that they could not make it back to the opening which they had entered. They were stuck. They found a ladder and began to climb the ladder. But their efforts proved to be without any merit. For at the top of the ladder, as far as they were able to go, was an escape hatch, and although it could be opened only from the inside, the children were simply not strong enough to break its seal. The water filled with haste, rising, and soon the children would die in the sewage. The father was searching for his children. When he reached the edge of his property, he was greeted by his former servant. Your children have entered into my property. They have entered into the manhole. Alas, the sewage is rising, and soon they will die. They have found an escape hatch, which can only be opened from the inside, but sadly, they are too weak to open it themselves. You must return to your own property. Find one of your servants. Perhaps they will enter into the manhole, and perhaps they will swim through the sewage. Perhaps they will even find your children in time and help them to open the escape hatch. No, said the father. I will go after my children myself. Just then, the man's servants arrived. They beseeched him, No, kind master, send one of us into the manhole, and we will rescue the children. No, he said, These are my own children. The man took off his beautiful clothes, stripping himself naked. He descended into the manhole and deep into the sewage. He thought not of his wealth, nor of his dignity, nor of the glorious apparel that he left on the ground, nor of his servants who besought him not to go. He thought only of his children. With the joy set before him that he could rescue his children, he made his way 
through the sewage. He found them up to their neck in sewage. There, right above them, was an escape hatch that could only be opened from the inside, but they were simply too weak to open it. With love in his heart, the father emerged from the sewage. And he opened the escape hatch himself. He was wounded as he opened it. But he thought nothing of it because he knew that his children would be safe. He went through it himself And as he came up, he reached down and he took both his children by the wrist and said, Come, my children, let us leave this place. And he raised them up. And he took them to the waters on his own property and he washed them clean. And then he took his robes that he had laid on the ground before entering the manhole, and he wrapped them around his children. And he said, come home. Come home with me, where you will be safe forever. It's probably apparent that the wise, wealthy man is God himself. And that the servants of his household are the angels. And that the one servant who once oversaw all his property and hoped one day to be the sole heir of the rich man's wealth but who became filled with jealousy and turned against the rich man and sought to hurt him and his children is the devil. The man whole is just that. It's the hole that man has gotten, gotten himself into by turning away from right relationship with God, by forgetting his word and choosing the evil over the good. Choosing the world over God's word. Choosing the desires of the flesh over the love of their father. The servants thought it was far beneath his dignity to go into sewage. Sewage is sin and death. Sin, suffering, and death. But God did not send an angel. God did not raise up a prophet to be the Savior of mankind. God came himself in the person of Jesus Christ to save his children because he could not imagine eternity without them. To every tear that you have ever shed, 
to the cry of every broken heart, in response to the fears of those who have experienced cancer and heart disease and war and famine, to all the brokenness which is the result of both the kingdom of darkness which has come by the devil turning against God and by God allowing us the freedom to choose. Every tear, for every cry, for every bit of sadness, for every horror, there is an answer. With joy, the man entered that manhole because of what was awaiting him. He thought not of himself or his majesty or his dignity, but rather emptied himself, becoming like his children who wandered away foolishly in order to do what they could not do, save themselves. This is the joy of Christmas. Because the sewage is not the last word. Sewage stinks. The fumes themselves are poisonous. But only a father whose heart is filled with love would swim through it all in order to raise his children out, to wash them clean, to robe them in his own glorious apparel, and to take them home. No, it wasn't the wise, wealthy man who created the manhole. No, it wasn't the wise, wealthy man who filled it with sewage. But it was God himself who did not abandon us there, but came into the world and was obedient even unto death, the death of a cross. As Father Bruce said at the four o'clock Mass this afternoon, this is part one. God has come himself. He has entered into sin, suffering, and death in order to do what we could not do, and that is to save ourselves, in order to raise us up out of death so that death would no longer be the final word over this world, but that he who is the word of God would be the final word in this world and the word of life and hope and salvation for all who trust in him. Oh, the sadness of the father's heart when the children to whom he stretches out his hand and says, I have opened the door for you. Come, let us leave this place. Come with me and I shall wash you clean. 
in the flowing rivers, and I shall clothe you in my own glorious apparel, and I will take you to my home, and you will be with me forever. Oh, the sadness of the Father's heart. When some of the children refuse to take his hand and choose instead to allow the sewage to engulf them. Our God has come. Whatever your sin, whatever your brokenness, whatever your sadness, whatever your hardships, whatever your suffering, whatever tears your heart cries, your God, out of love for you, has come to save you. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. He has come. Give yourself, whether it be initially or new, to him this night. Take his hand, for he says to you, Come, let us leave this place. And I will love you forever. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. <laughs>